Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Kropp. And good morning to each and every one of you out there. This show is, well, it's about politics over a cup of coffee so that you can contemplate as you begin your day, your opportunity to change your world. And you do that. You know how you do that? By having those meaningful and persuasive conversations with people in your world that are persuadable. So let's talk about some things that you might be able to use to persuade a persuadable person. If a blue... county in Wisconsin can go red. If it can happen in Wisconsin, can it happen here? There's a story today on Breitbart about the, not the city, but the county of Kenosha, Wisconsin. Elected a Republican executive, former state representative, after decades of Democrat dominance. Now, of course, Kenosha, Wisconsin, the city is where, um, you know, Kyle Rittenhouse uh, had to kill a couple of people that were assaulting him. And of course he was ultimately found not guilty of all of that. So, and it wasn't by a lot, but it was, 51% to 48%. Republican over a Democrat. Now, you would think that if Joe Biden and all the calls to end gun violence by the left, you would think that Joe Joe Biden's popularity amongst the left would create this continued Democrat dominance. It didn't. You see, the same violence that struck Kenosha, not just Kyle Rittenhouse, but all of the other violence that destroyed businesses, that the Democrats in Wisconsin, in Washington, D.C., and across this country, said was okay because they were protesting the murder of George Floyd. That that was okay. Those Democrats, those people who apologized for that violence, apparently have not been able to win the day electorally. In fact, there's a Um, tweet here from RRH Elections, whoever the heck that is. Here's what it says. After two years in the headlines for various forms of violence, 
Kenosha has elected a Republican executive for the first time in decades. This is a key light red swing county in Wisconsin. It's light red, not deep red. Okay, fair enough. So let's now go to Oregon. You know, if Kenosha, Wisconsin can turn red, even if it's light red, because of unchecked violence that the, well, the controlling politicians gave acquiescence to, said was basically okay. Let's not, you know, it, I mean, come on, folks. If that can happen there, can it happen here in Oregon? There is a story about Kate Brown, investments have been made to reduce gun violence. Yeah, let's throw more money at gun violence. Uh, KATU ask Kate Brown, what steps she's taken to put a stop to gun violence in 20? This woman has not listened to this. Well, what I was pleased to see, and I will just say this, every Oregonian deserves to be free of gun violence. And in February, oh, sure, okay. Who would disagree with that? And then she says, in February, we were able to make a significant investment in community programs to reduce gun violence in the state. I think there's much more work to be done. There's no question about it. But every Oregonian deserves to be safe and free of gun violence. The question is this. Is throwing money going to work at reducing gun violence? Is investments in community programs, we're not talking about hiring more cops. We're not talking about bringing back the gun violence reduction team, the gang violence rather, in Portland. Is it going to work? Is throwing money at the problem going to work? Governor's candidate, Bob Tiernan unleashed a big television ad a little bit early. And in it, he hits, well, he compares Kate Brown and Tina Kotek side by side on the screen. This is a great tactic. But he's got to, he is hitting and he must continue to hit on the crime issue. In fact, any Republican candidate running for governor needs to do that crime. There's a companion story in the Oregonian about how, well, nobody seems to understand why so many catalytic converters are being stolen in Portland. I can tell you why. It's not hard. Because you see, there's another story in the Oregonian about Oregon criminals decriminalized drugs. The voters did. We did. Although I voted against it, I bet you did too. It decriminalized drugs in 2020. Heroin. Methamphetamine. LSD. Oxycodone. And other drugs. And it's being watched as a model. Well, guess what? In the first year, only 1% of the people who received citations 
for possessing controlled substances ask for help via this new hotline. And this new hotline is the centerpiece of the legislation. And they can't figure out why. There's all this money, millions of dollars, that have been taken from arrests. So in other words, from the cops, from the jails and probation. And it's been redirected into drug dependency counseling. So far, less than 1%. 2,000 citations have been issued by the police since decriminalization took effect. 2,000 and only 92 people who received those citations called the hotline. And out of the 92 who called, only 19 requested services. Half of those who got citations failed to show up for court. Floyd Przanski, old colleague of mine, far left liberal Democrat from Cottage Grove, Oregon. Well, actually Eugene, but he was chair of the Oregon Senate Judiciary Committee and and the Ballot Measure 110 Implementation Committee. And he's surprised that more of those that ticketed weren't taking advantage of the recovery options. Does that surprise you? It doesn't me. Crime. The impact of crime is powerful. I still maintain that it is the single most important issue in our lives. That and the tyranny of government forcing us to put something in our bodies that we don't want, like a vaccination. You see, your personal body, your right to live free, your right to not be assaulted or the victim of a crime, Your personal safety and those of the people you love is the single most important thing to you, period, and always will be. Because that's human nature, folks. It's not Republican or Democrat. So I got an email from Jim. You see, once Kate Brown puts all kinds of money and says that all this great money's going in to reduce gun violence. And we all have the right to be free of gun violence. The state, she said, well, actually, Mayor Ted Wheeler issued a joint statement saying the state has not allocated funds directly to the city of Portland to address gun violence. What? You lead the state in gun violence. You lead the state in homelessness, which gets us back to the decriminalization of drugs issue. You're going to see that most of the people that are homeless are drug addicted. Story after story that you see about this or you watch or you read brings out that point. So I say all of this to you 
because if Kenosha County can go Republican for the first time in decades because of violence and the reaction to it, then why can't Portland, why can't Oregon elect a strong governor who is anti-crime, anti-violence, and actually does something to it? If Kate Brown really wanted to stop the gun violence in Portland and the murder rate in Portland, she would have demanded money go directly to the city of Portland directly to the police of Portland, who Ted Wheeler and the liberals who run Portland took $19 million away from. And guess what happened? People are sick of crime. They're sick of having their catalytic converters stolen from their cars, their cars stolen, and nobody pays a price for it. It's a revolving door. They get arrested. They're out immediately. There's more to talk about, and we will get to all of it as we go through the day today. But here's the question I want you to ponder. Is the time right for a strong, anti-crime, pro-gun candidate to win in Oregon? Across all levels, city level, county level, school board level, governorship, legislature. Is that the path to victory? What do you think? 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC Talkman. We'll right back. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 22 minutes past the top of the hour. You know, the, the call for more gun law is always the Democrats and the left's answer to what? Violence. Get into that in a moment. Freedom, heating, and air. Is a company that believes in freedom. It's in their name, and they practice it every day because they make available to you the freedom for you to choose who you do business with. And I'll tell you, one of the reasons that Freedom Heating and Air has been a successful company in the Mid-Valley area for almost 50 years is because they do a really good job of taking care of you. You see, when you have a problem, in your home or your business, and, and believe me, when when it's cold out like it is right now, I mean, was it 34 degrees out, 33? When you have a problem like that, you're not very comfortable. You want relief immediately. So they get you relief. And they do that by you just giving them a call. And they show up right away. And they fix whatever your problem is. Give them a call. 503-580-1456. 580-1456. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. Freedomheatingandair.net. Jim writes an email. 
about high-capacity magazines. He writes, the shooting at PSU has fired up those who want to ban high-capacity magazines and semi-automatic firearms. Here we go again. What about banning criminals? wonder if the idiots who released a career criminal that allegedly was responsible for the latest mass shooting in California regret doing so. How do these soft-on-crime blanks live with themselves? Well, the list of victims adds up. But we can just blame it on guns again. And don't get me started on Mitt Romney and the Rhino Pack approving of the SCOTUS nominee. Yeah. So the shooting, by the way, PSU, if you watch at least Channel 12, they're scrolling on the Chiron that um, the female student that was killed, according to her friends, she was murdered by her ex-boyfriend with a gun. That's a reason to go ban high-capacity magazines. I wonder if he could have done that with a single-shot twenty-two revolver, or even just a single-shot gun, period. But no, we got a call to ban high-capacity magazines and semiotic firearms. Five zero three five eight nine twelve twenty is that power Buick GMC talk line. Five zero three five eight nine twelve twenty emails to Jeff at twelve twenty dot am or Jeff at kslm dot news. There's a story about how states are cutting gas taxes while Oregon is raising theirs. Yup, you know that deep red state. A couple of them, you know, like Maryland, Connecticut, right? They, along with a truly deep red state, I said that tongue-in-cheek. They're blue states, folks. They're every bit as blue as Oregon. Maryland, Georgia, and Connecticut suspended their gas taxes this year. That's 25 to 37 cents per gallon in savings. Florida, Michigan, Illinois, another bastion of conservative thought. Virginia and Missouri may be next. One poll showed 72% of Americans support suspending their State gas tax. While other states are reducing their gas taxes, what's Oregon doing? We raised our gas tax by two cents this year. That from House Bill 2017, passed in 2017, which had a 10-year staggered gas tax increase. We now have the sixth highest gas tax in the nation. And the fourth highest gas prices in the nation. In fact, one Oregon station had gas at $6.29. There you go. Walt writes an email about tonight, or actually, yeah, it, it is tonight. Chris Ann Hall Liberty First Society class is this evening at 7 p.m. at the River Church. Actually, that was last night. Yeah, darn it. Walt, you got to send me that stuff earlier. <laughs> I'm bad. Tonight's Wednesday night. It'd be just regular Wednesday night church. You know, the River Church is doing an incredible job what they're doing with Freedom Business Fellowship, connecting businesses, whether they're Christian or not, to stand together against Kate Brown's tyranny. 
the tyranny of government, what they're doing with the liberty first constitutional classes put on remotely by Chris Ann Hall. These are good things, folks. We need more of it and less of tyranny. Phil Knight, by the way, there's a story here about the Oregon Capital Insider that his his million dollars is the opening gambit in a high-stakes governor's race. Well, okay, folks. <laughs> you know, he gave $2.5 to Newt Bueller to see Newt lose to Kate Brown by what, 7%, 6%? And that tells you how unpopular Kate was because Hillary Clinton beat Trump in Oregon by 11%. At any rate, Democrats have held the governorship in Oregon for 35 years. Now, Democrats are decrying the rising level of spending in the state. Folks, I doubt that we spend even 40 million that was spent in the last governor's race, half of that by Kate Brown herself. Money's not going to solve the problem, but messaging will. Is crime the message to change Oregon? Red everywhere. Or are there others? What do you think? Back in a moment at 6.30. Don't complain. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 24 minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff. 1220.am or Jeff at kslm.news. Fight for roofing can keep your home dry if it has a leaking roof. Or maybe you have gutters that need to be both cleaned or fixed because they're not working right. And they're overflowing. You know, some of that rain we had a day or so. And apparently, you know, we're going to have a couple of days of warm weather here. And then, like, next week, it's going to be rain, rain, rain. You know what? This is your opportunity. If you're having a leaking roof right now, why don't you give Pfeiffer Roofing a call? They'll come out and they'll fix it for you. And they'll do it right away. Give them a call at 503-647-4725. 647-4725. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They'll look at all of the things going on in your roof. And they'll tell you what they can do to make your life better. That's why you hire a roofing company. Because you can't get up there and do it yourself. So check out their website with all of their great services, roof replacement, the great roof max product. You hear me talk about roof repair, roof cleaning, gutter systems. They've even got a chat. You can just 
text them right off the website. Pfeifferroofing.com, P-F-E-I-F-E-R, roofing.com, P-F-E-I-F-E-R, roofing.com. By the way, I got a, um, <laughs> uh, I tell you. So apparently NASA scientists, there's a gateway pundit story. I got a text message about this last night from an activist friend of mine in, uh, in actually Arizona. She sends this to me. She says, NASA scientists to send a new message to try to make contact with aliens. And in it, they are including unsolicited nude images of men and women. Now, I, uh, why is that relevant? Especially since this is Joe Biden's and the Democrats' NASA. Wouldn't you think they would have included a transgender image? Hmm. <laughs> you can't make it up, folks. It is, uh, it is just stunning. Just stunning. Oh, and so also is another um, story here in the Gateway Pundit. A woke church in Illinois plans to fast from whiteness, quote unquote, for Lenten season. Fast from whiteness. The woke church. Uh, this is crazy, folks. I, I'm sorry. I mean, at least we as adults have the option of talking about this, accepting this in our churches or not. As if being white is a bad thing. Apparently to this church it is. Now, it's one thing for adults to choose to do this. It's another thing to have this rammed down your children's throat in public schools. Paid for by you and your tax dollars. Now, I asked the question. Is crime this powerful issue that will make a difference in how the elections turn out in Oregon? It just did in Kenosha, Wisconsin. After decades of Democrats running the county, it just flipped Republican. So, okay, why? Why are 88% of the people if, who live in Portland, according to that poll we talked about a couple of months ago, unhappy about their quality of life in Portland? Why? Now, I've just given you the reasons, or actually the questions, not, not the reasons. I've just given you the questions that you can use in conversations with others, the persuadables, the people who literally 
or in your world that you can have conversations with and that you can potentially move by having asking questions if less than 1% of the people given citations <clears throat> under our drug decriminalization law, if less than 1% of them are seeking services, maybe we ought to rethink it. Could these people at least be in part the reason for all the homelessness in Oregon? Is the rampant gun violence in Portland that Kate Brown and the Democrats think they can solve by just throwing money at community services, not by hiring more cops. Is that going to work? Don't you find it interesting that after the Portland City Council took $19 million out of the Portland police budget and the gang violence reduction team was disbanded that all of a sudden murders in Portland double shootings more than double is there a correlation there Julie writes this email and by the way if you want to comment on any of these things 503-589-1220 that's the power of your GMC talk line 503-589-1220 emails to Jeff at 1220.am like the one I got from Julie, one of the liberal Portland City commissioners that voted to defund the police is a former colleague of mine in the House of Representatives, Joanne Hardesty. She's a black woman. She, according to this email from Julie, we talked about this a couple of days ago. She said Hardesty did not show to a hearing concerning a $16,000 credit card bill principal interest and penalties from national bank. If a party does not show to small claims, which this was not, he or she loses. How can she run from public office, actually for public office with a potential felony over her head? Yes. Credit card fraud is a felony. She didn't show up. Will the voters of Portland care about this? Are they fed up with leaders who they have voted for that have led to the massive dissatisfaction of that poll that I just talked about? 88% of Portlanders think their quality of life is diminished. Do you think they get it or they will get it? What do you think? 503-589-1220. That's the power of Buick GMC talk line. Is this the winning issue for conservatives in Oregon? What do you think? I think it is. I think it could easily be the winning issue. Kudos to South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem, who signed legislation restricting the teaching of critical race theory in K-12 schools. 
Good. Good for her. Notice she didn't sign a order or any law restricting a church from engaging in critical race theory ideas like this one in the Gateway Pundit story, where they're asking you to fast from your whiteness. Hmm. 503-589-1220 is a power of Buick GMC talk line. You see, we believe in liberty and in freedom. Just don't use my tax dollars to ram down my kid's throat in public education. A theory that is discriminatory and racist in its nature. Because I don't teach my kids to be racist. Just because they're white is not a reason to have to fast. And if you go to a church like that, maybe you ought to think about going to a different church. Rich writes an email about crime and guns. As this topic is always beat to a pulp, let's do it again. Crime will always be here and increase when the left is in charge. Their goal is not to reduce crime. It is to take away your guns so you can't protect yourself. So they can move more of us into servitude. I'll run uh, through the rest of his email when we get back in your thoughts. It's 648. Don't go away. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. We will go right to the phones. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. We'll start first with Freddie and then move to Jerry. Freddie, good morning. Uh, Good morning, Jeff. How do you... uh... How do you do anything against white? I mean, I'm a white guy. I had nothing to do with the color of my skin. I guess you have to blame my 97-year-old mother and my dad. I mean, <laughs> how does anybody fall for that? If, if I was sitting in a church um, and, they, and, uh, and they were talking about uh, about whiteness, I said, what, the, what am I doing here? What are you, what are you talking about? So this is a bunch of, what I believe it's all about is they want to, you know, do away with the Constitution because it was written by white. And they want to rewrite all of that Absolutely. stuff to whatever they want to do that they control this country. That's my theory of what's going That's, on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because anything done by white men, See, it's all about race. Race is the only thing they have left. And frankly, it isn't working very well. Not everything, when everything is racist, Freddie, nothing is racist. 
at the point do people get sick and tired of hearing everything be about race? At some point, it's going to be massively rejected. I think it's happening now. Freddie, thank you. This woke church, by the way, uh, is in Oak Park, Illinois. They just announced they won't use any music or liturgy written or composed by white people as they commit to fasting whiteness. It's First United Church of Oak Park. Interesting. They will only use musical scores and liturgies from minorities and people of color. Uh, There you go. Hey, friends, if you're looking for pain relief, you should try all natural, no drugs. You should try some of the great, and I mean the great, CBD products that come from ProBioscience, the Salem-based company that uses only Oregon-grown CBD, which is of the highest quality in the nation. Check out all of their great products, which I use, and I buy exclusively from them. Pro-Bioscience.com. That is the website, pro, and then the dash mark, Bioscience.com. You get 15% off if you buy anything online by using the discount code, the word spring. You're going to keep that on through the month of April. Spring. There you go. Let's go to Jerry. Jerry, good morning. How are you, friend? Hey, good morning, Jeff. Go Ducks. Go Beeps. Yeah, so uh, it sounds like they're just virtue, uh, virtue grandstanding. Uh, let everybody look at me because I'm better than you. And what is somebody like me that has a black great-great-great-great-great-grandfather who I guess technically I'm black, so am I just supposed to? Uh, well, I, so what if, uh, well, I, what if we're right about the vaccine and it is damaging people's uh, immune systems then we have, you know, flu and cold season next year. Do you think Fauci is going to start uh, claiming that's more COVID outbreak and start shutting us back down because of the vaccine uh, ruined people's uh, immune systems? I do. And I think that they will continue to call for even more vaccine shots, more booster shots. And they're already doing it now. Triple vaxxed, quadruple vaxxed, quintupled vaxxed. I mean, how many times is Fauci and the left and Joe Biden going to come out and say, you got to be vaxxed? I mean, I'm telling you at some point that issue, whether, Jerry, it's through you and I talking about it on the air and talking about the stories that are out there and the actual experiences like we heard at the uh, Reawaken America tour event over the weekend from nurses and doctors and others but how their patients are having these bad reactions. At some point, those stories gain a lot of traction with people outside of the mainstream news media. I think it makes a huge difference. Exactly, and some of the the, um, research that's being done is frightful. Some of the numbers that uh, they're coming up with that uh, possibly over 150,000 people were killed from the vaccine. Uh, that just was not reported. Uh, they had to hire more people to uh, document. Pfizer did. 
adverse uh, reactions. That's right. And then what if Judy Makowski was right that it is damaging your uh, immune system and now you're going to be more susceptible to flus and colds and maybe not even be able to fight them off? Well, uh, Jerry, let me answer the question this way and I'll let you go because i got to move on to Glenn and do a couple of other things here. Look, as long as the news media is leftist, and social media is leftist. The reality that the immune systems that are compromised by the vaccines is going to cause future problems that will never become known. They simply won't allow it. Even but if, you know, uh, one of the things that they said at the meeting is the matter they get I, more I gotta predictable. Let you go. they get. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go Fred, I got to let you Bye. go. I, I'm sorry, brother. Love you. Uh, let's move on um, quickly to Glenn. Glenn, good morning. Yeah, Jeff, I'm I'm thinking that, you know, the critical race theory and all this stuff came out of the educational system, especially the university system in this country. And I know it's, it's a touchy subject because a lot of people worship the educational system, universities. Uh, there's the science part. There's the uh, There's the good parts of the educational system that people went and got education and went to work. But then the evil side has, has overtaken that part and is changing the country. And But the educational system, especially university, did not really, that critical race theory, all this come from the, it came from the top down. Uh, the Democrats used it to teach the students, and then the students became educators in, in, the, sm- in the schools, and then they took it to the, the local level. And to reverse this is almost impossible after 25, 30 years. It destroys, yeah. in a sense, the it, it good does. side of the educational system. It, it does, and, and we'll have to leave it at that because that is the profound point. The only way it can be reversed is through electing men and women of morals and conscience who will stand at the local level in the breach and fight the crazy ideas of the left implemented at the top level, as Glenn notes. And folks, that's something that every one of you can have an impact on. Yes, Paul, um, all of you, Lee, uh, fast from whiteness, connecting the dots, laying these crazy things, defunding the cops, failed drug policy that hurt our families and our communities at the Democrats' feet. Those are all powerfully good ideas. I'll read those emails tomorrow, just not enough time today. Thank you to each and every one of you for joining me today. Be blessed out there. Keep praying for this nation and this state and our leaders keep being willing to stand up and fight every day. See you tomorrow.